thank you so much for listening in. This is the podcast where you're getting the Gen Z view on current events, issues, noteworthy people, and everything in between. This month on Coffee Talk, we are continuing our second monthly theme dubbed Hype Culture, the Trends, Celebrities, and Media. We'll be taking the first 15 minutes to analyze certain aspects of pop culture and highlight the most interesting for you to join in on the conversation. After that, we'll take the last half of the episode by taking a look at some headlines, concluding it. So we hope you go along with us. Let's Coffee Talk. All right. So this week's first theme topic, uh, we'll be talking on how the media portrays mental illness and the people who struggle with it, uh, specifically autism for this headline. Or this. Right. Uh, Eric Deggins from NPR takes the issue on in his article, Netflix ABC portrayals of autism still fall short, critics say. The new Netflix drama comedy titled Atypical centers around an 18-year-old boy named Sam, or I guess he's a man now, <laughs> who has autism. So uh, Deggins looks into the creator of the show, uh, Ro- okay, I'm going to try this, Robia Rashid? Rashid, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, where she states that, uh, quote, there are all these young people who are on the spectrum who know they're on the spectrum. It goes on to say that Rashid herself has done research about autism, talked with adults with autism, and, quote, hired an actor with autism to play a minor role. Yeah. So the biggest problem with this show are scenes where it seems that audiences are supposed to laugh at Sam because his autism makes him socially awkward. Um, So there's one scene where a girl is scared because Sam can't smile comfortably in front of her. Mm. And these scenes are played for laughs. Mm. Um, Elizabeth Bartmess, a writer and editor with autism, states, quote, the audience is basically laughing at Sam being autistic. Um, And then I thought this was an interesting quote. Uh, Both Shore and Rashid say their characters aren't meant to be symbols for every person with autism. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's. I always thought like portrayals of mental illness in TV and media have, have fallen short, which I agree with this article, yes, but um, there's the, the counter-argument from the quote you just read that the characters they're portraying are not supposed to re- represent everyone. Yeah. But then like the counter-argument to that is <laughs> because there are so few representations, the, the few representations that there are, they should take on the responsibility of Portraying, portraying them a majority yeah re- like the best way that you can yeah so um i don't know what you think about that <laughs> i don't know i i kind of don't like the idea of like the scenes being played for laughs yeah same. i feel like a lot of the time in media and movies and shows um a a mental illness kind of gets um what's the word um over dramatized yeah, not or, completely. I'm not yeah, saying that, but I just, or even like romanticize sometimes. Yeah, which is which is bad. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just kind of. But then things like that happen with a lot of other things, you know, like Asian actors. Yeah, who are just you know placed into one thing. Um, That's true. Something like that. I don't know. I I think I like the concept of having show like this though mm-hmm. they, the article also talked about like um this doctor show yeah um and how the what the main character is this um autistic like genius doctor yeah he's a like surgical he's, resident yeah and he's brilliant but he just has issues with um like 
communicating yeah, with people. Yeah, social skills yeah. and everything um, like that. But, like, the director is really pushing to allow him to be hired, hired, instead of just a resident. Right, yeah. Um, because he's so extraordinary, and then the whole argument is like, well, not everyone is extraordinary. Like, you're just setting this unrealistic example for everyone. And it was just like, mm. come on, uh, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, it's that show, I actually saw previews of it, and mm-hmm. it seemed interesting. I mean, the show centers a lot around his autism. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not bad. It's just, that's a very big focus. Yeah. And then um, I think some people are pushing for, like, um, portrayals where it's just a part of the character but not the focus yeah, or anything like I can that. See that. Yeah, just that, oh yeah, he has autism and then maybe that could be like a storyline or two in the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't define them. Yeah. Um, but then in these roles that's, that's that we just point. described, yeah. it seems to be a big defining factor for mm-hmm. them. So um, I think that's a problem. That is, yeah, that some is people, a really good way to say that. Yeah, I, because I, yeah, I actually did like some research on this topic specifically about like just general mental illness portrayed mm-hmm. and then I also talked about like 13 reasons why and stuff mm-hmm. this was during that college seminar thing I had to write an <laughs> essay and um, they said choose like a social justice issue so I mm-hmm. chose this portrayal and everything mm-hmm. um, so like uh, there like there's the whole thing between critics um, mental health professionals and then audiences so like each three of them can have very different views on like the same show yeah um, and then you're kind of like wondering who's right then mm-hmm. and in my opinion I will always defer to the mental health professionals mm-hmm. just because they've trained to like see through the minds mm-hmm. or s- sort of try to like understand mm-hmm. they're trying to understand um, these minds so I will always defer to them so I don't know it, it doesn't seem like um any, it, it doesn't seem like I, a lot of the things I was researching was that it was uh, certain portrayals were having negative effects on people mm-hmm. because even if uh, like my whole point was that even if there is representation that doesn't necessarily mean it is like enacting good change or positive change yeah. in society yeah. Um, because yeah like we can see that just because there's portrayal of something. It doesn't. Do you remember mean it's there was like portrayal of like Tourette's syndrome? In I I can't remember. I, I know it was in South Park at one point, hmm. <laughs> but there are a lot of other shows. With yeah, from a while Tourette's back, and, and they just portrayed one side of it, and it was it's not usually good, like the it was, takes, right? Yeah, yeah. The, like the uncontrollable like movement talking oh like, oh yeah shout something yeah mm-hmm. but like that was the only part or cursing is what South Park did oh, gosh. but like that was the only thing that they you know portrayed about that and it was once again kind of for a comedic purpose you know yeah and that's sad because like um I was reading a study done and it was that uh, if negative portrayals are like made um, or portrayed in TV or any other media, it affects like three different parts of it. So it affects society, it affects, or just two. <laughs> so it's the society and then the individual. So yeah. like we all know that negative portrayals can affect this just outside world or society and like how they view the person that is actually affected by it yeah exactly and then it can also affect the person who is affected by it or struggling with it yeah um with self-esteem and Uh like um just really affecting like how they see themselves yeah which is really sad and like Mm -hmm. um yeah i think it's 
this whole thing just like speaks to how media is so it has a lot of power yeah and um maybe they should just keep that in mind and be held accountable for like how they portray things because they just have a lot of power over like so many different identities Mm -hmm. um to be portrayed through whatever medium they have Mm -hmm. um so yeah it it affects people what i love about this though is that the fact that there is conversation about it yes it doesn't mean that they need to just stop portraying it just means yes. they need to change the way that they are. Yeah, and it which has is to be the right perfect, thing. right? Because <laughs> if you're trying to bring something in, obviously it's not going to be perfect the first time. Exactly, There's going to be yeah. misunderstandings, which we see here. Mm-hmm. But that this discussions and stuff like that is going to lead to like better portrayal. Yeah, exactly. You know, kind of like um, you know, the Fosters. Yes. So yes. um, they had like there's like this ad on TV where they have the actors like reading um messages that people have sent in like about the show like fans who love the show and stuff and they reference like very specific moments in the show where someone from like a similar situation has just been able to relate to them so much Mm -hmm. and how they've never there's never been a show that they can relate to quite like that and it makes them feel better right yeah there was that so it's something like that hashtag like i saw myself when or like representation matters and then they just say like oh i saw um this woman with the hijab in mm-hmm. was it Doc Next? Okay, it was like a TV show, and they just like did a screen cap and was like, you know, I never saw someone like this on TV that looked like me, and yeah. like that was so powerful to me when I was a little kid and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's exactly. Very, yeah, like I said, it's so powerful. Yeah, so and it's just they should be like thinking a little mm-hmm. more instead of just putting a character in for laughs or like yeah. the token character for yeah. like diversity or something like that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So that goes into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the token character. The token character. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. Okay. That isn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what they say that they, they, their characters aren't meant to be symbols of every person with autism. Mm-hmm. Um, just, going back to your thing where there are three different perspectives like yes, you said like yes. the people who make it the viewers and then the mental health professionals it's hard I think as a writer to you know get completely what you're trying to say across because the way anyone is going to interpret what you do yes is very unpredictable yeah for you know? sure because so, like, even in the article mm-hmm. he um, this um, uh, actor with autism he commented on the Netflix show mm-hmm. and he said they like asked him like why do you think it's not like the best portrayal and then he actually like mentioned oh I think it's because the writers don't, don't have autism and yeah, they don't or at least not all of them and um, they just don't know what it's like and yeah. like that so exactly. like exactly what you said yeah so it's not can't we can't put all the blame on them completely because their intention was hopefully good yeah i don't <laughs> it, with um this kind of with autism and like this that sort of thing that i agree with you but then there also is like the more dangerous parts of mental health that mm-hmm. um i think we should err on the side of caution mm-hmm. um i i don't want to get into it but there's like that I have this big opinion because I was thinking about a lot about that 13 Reasons Why show um, and why I don't like it. But yeah, it's just like you have to make sure that... So you finished it? No, I... I, (laughs) No, I just... I was just researching about it and I was like, should I 
be liking it for its portrayal or should I not like it because of its negative impact? Yeah. Um, and like there was positive impact, of course, it's like this whole conversation, but it's just that, you know, I don't want to get into it, but yeah, it's the... Oh my gosh. Yeah. Do you remember the, the thing on, like, the the thing on, um, well, I saw it on Facebook, but like, that people would tag each other in and it was like 13 reasons why I hate you. <laughs> No, I didn't know that was Oh, my gosh. Uh, After it came out, there were, like, all these things. Right, it's so sensationalized. Yeah, it was not good. That that will be another episode, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot to delve into. I don't know. Um, But, yeah, it's it's a big thing. I mean, not even just mental illness. It's, like, race Mm -hmm. in media and stuff like that. Like, we were talking about how... Fresh off the boat. My God. (laughs) Oh, do you not like that show? I... I, I like, like it. I like it, but also sometimes it's just like I think that's the point though. They over exaggerate the so. point. I think like, it's, supposed, it's to be like, supposed to be like, oh my god, to this make is ridiculous. to let us laugh at like how yeah. ridiculous sometimes it is. Yeah. And just I love it though. I like relate <laughs> to so many of the things that happen in that show. Me it's so too. Funny. I was like, <laughs> this is like my family. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Like in, the, they immigrated from Taiwan and then uh-huh. they lived in the Northeast and then moved to Florida. And I was like, <laughs> is this me? I was like, what? <laughs> um, but yeah, like I remember someone telling me that the creator of the show, like the real Eddie Huang, mm-hmm. he said like when he sold it to ABC, mm-hmm. they are they like already made a bunch of changes before it even aired. Mm-hmm. So like it's not entirely the most accurate yeah. that he wanted it to be. Yeah, but like. So, like, that's the thing. You can like, feel it sometimes, you know? Yeah, I you mean, can feel like when yeah, sometimes they're the just thing. not fitting. Because, like, mm-hmm. when they, he sold it, it's like he doesn't have the creative control over it, I yeah, guess, anymore. That's so, sad. they just, I think they, I want to see, like, if there are certain scenes or just certain episodes where it's just, like, not, like, a part of his life. Yeah. Or it's a super over exaggerated part or something yeah. like that. Maybe he should do something and just show us. Yeah. That'd be interesting. That would be cool. To and see. we can see like, oh, I can see why that's how, so. And you can see how that portrayal was yeah. like, changed. Just yeah. Because it was going to be here. Yes. <gasps> Scandalous. Eddie, you know what? Hit us up. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then like we are talking about how those eight two Asian actors from what was it Hawaii Five O? Yeah. They left because they just were not gonna be they couldn't negotiate higher salaries mm-hmm. um like compared to their the actors who were white uh-huh. in the show huh. so i was like oh that's rude yeah but like good for them that they left yeah i mean yeah i'm sure they could find well i don't know if there are enough roles oh my that's god enough, another thing that's another thing <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah i mean I it's think, so many different things that's yeah like, um, you think about time to move on? Yeah, let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So for our headlines this week, Ivy and I wanted to talk about the rally in Charlottesville, Virginia this weekend. Yep. Uh, and as many of you have hopefully heard, on Saturday, August 12th, a violent rally erupted in Charlottesville, Virginia. Amongst the crowd uh, were white supremacists, protesters, and um, like neo-Nazis. Uh, as well as the anti-protesters. Um, mm. And I, I say hopefully not because I support the reason for the rally, but because as sad and as terrible as it is that everyone needs to know what happened mm-hmm. and why it happened and understand that this is a problem that needs to be addressed and it's a social 
issue. Yeah, I'm you know? so shocked. The only, yeah. <laughs> the only way to really change this is just awareness about all of it, which is why mm-hmm. I say hopefully. Yeah. I mean, after this happened, at least 34 people were injured. I mean, three were killed, uh, including 32-year-old Heather Hare, who was hit by a car. I mean, this person who was driving was um, identified and arrested and denied bail, um, as well as two state troopers, Lieutenant H.J. Cullen and Trooper Burke M. Bates, who were in a helicopter that crashed while monitoring this whole thing. Yeah. Which is like, wow, I can't believe this is happening, like, in Virginia. Yeah. And, like, in... 2017. I know, right? What? Like I I was just doing laundry and then it just comes on the news. It's like breaking news and you know, they were showing clips of everything that was going on and everyone was just fighting. It was just like mindless yelling and screaming and fighting and I was just sitting there like, "Oh my gosh." <laughs> it's I am still like really like a white supremacist group like could start like, like, the thing is, like, people are shocked that they feel comfortable enough to put a rally on. Yeah, like, of that and that it got size. organized. Yeah. yeah, and, like, before, I mean, like, obviously before that was a thing. But then, like, in previous years, like, I don't think that was, like, we were moving towards something beyond that yeah. and stuff like that. So I was like... That was my argument. It felt like we were going backwards, yeah. you know? Do right? you think, what is the reason? So, all right, well, it started because they wanted to take down the Robert E. Lee statue. The, just like people in Virginia wanted to take, wait. The supremacists there. Is, oh, right, because e, because Lee was. He was on the Confederate army. Wait, the white supremacists wanted to take down the Confederate No, 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 they were against taking it down. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. He should, they should take it down. <laughs> it's a symbol of. A dark time not, in our history. Like, yeah, um. Well, actually, so, yeah, we wanted to, I wanted to discuss, like, you know, the aftermath of it mm-hmm. and this effect because, like, of what, what, what the reason was and what's been going on. Right, yeah. Because, like, you know, it sounds like, it feels like we're going backwards. Whatever actions the government takes, whatever we do as citizens mm-hmm. is kind of going to de- determine where this goes. Right, yeah. You know, which is scary. Yeah, but, um, it is. So, yeah, so this... Uh, of oh, Well, okay, so they wanted, they, it was initially because of that that was like you know the small reason why but it just kind of exploded there were were people um shouting that they refused to let jews take their places in the world like what is happening and like things needed to go back and all this you know it's so i think it has to do a lot not to get too political but like with our president um Mm -hmm. because like you hear stories of kids saying these like horrible things Mm -hmm. and then like they ask why are you saying these and they're like because our president is saying so yeah and it's like wow breaks my heart that's so (laughs) so much i mean yeah like i don't know how there were during like um his running Mm -hmm. like at his like rallies or whatever there would be like confederate flags just like which is terrible and I, it's, it's just so sad. And unfortunately, after this happened, there has been more violence that mm, broke out. Yeah. You know, which, sure. which does tend to happen every time we have, like, a problem like this. And you know something? Okay. This happens when it doesn't get 
addressed in the right way. I'm just thinking about, I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, uh, Martin Luther King's assassination? Mm-hmm. So when he was assassinated, wait, no, no, not, not Martin Luther King, JFK. JFK's oh, assassination. Yes, JFK. So there was a lot of violence that happened in cities all across, uh, but there was one city where his brother spoke at. Yes. yes. I can't remember the city right now. I did a, a little speech on it, but he he kind of like quieted. Oh, I think it was Detroit. I can't remember. I'm sorry. I, but like yeah. there was a quiet in that city because it the issue was addressed and it was talked about and and it, there was there was calm in that city where everywhere else there was fire and riots. Yeah, I you think know? it was just in history. I think. Do you oh, is, this, is his name Robert? Yeah. Okay, so Robert definitely, like, people were looking towards him. Yeah. After his brother mm-hmm. um, was assassinated. Yeah. Like, to, like, maybe, was he planning on running? I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, like, you know, they were looking towards him because he yeah. had already proven to be a very, um, like, compassionate and, like, a, like, a person who would, like, listen yeah. and actually address these problems, like you said. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to, like, sing all his praises because I think sometimes history glamorizes that whole family. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I definitely think that's hopefully what his atten- intentions were. But mm-hmm. he sadly also... Was killed. Yes. <laughs> that oh, was God. Huh. Yeah. see? Okay, so then, you know, they're, um, one of the lead people uh, for organizing this whole thing uh, his name was Christopher Cantwell. Mm-hmm. Um, and he describes himself as a white supremacist and someone who voted for Trump. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he's a very vocal extremist and uh, has actually, since th- after this happened, has had his Facebook page, his Facebook, and a lot of pages that he's affiliated with taken out. His Instagram, um, a podcast page, and even his PayPal was pulled. By whom? By the companies. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. But that's a whole, that's a big can of worms. Like, do the companies have a right to do that? Well, they said that he was violating their, like, online safety kind of agreement. Okay, I understand that. The only one that doesn't make sense is the PayPal one, (laughs) which they didn't disclose anything. That's weird. Maybe it's just that he's receiving funds and then he's using those funds to incite violence. Yeah. Maybe Maybe that's it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's obvious that those companies know that that's, like, what he's doing is wrong. Yeah. Um, And if he violated their terms, then they can pull it. Yeah. Um, It's just, that brings up the whole debate about, like, safe spaces, free speech on the internet. Yeah. Um, That's that's, um, what I was, because at first when I heard this, I was like, yes, like, thank you for doing this. Like, now he can't, like, spread that. But then um, he uh, says in this phone interview, uh, which took me back, well, it made me rethink my initial thought on it. So he says, I'm not surprised by almost any of this, because the whole thing we are complaining about here is that we're trying to express our views, and everybody is going through extraordinary lengths to make sure that we're not heard. Um, Which isn't I mean, wrong either. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, those, like, when you read that statement about them pulling everything, yeah. that just, like, made me step back, step back a little, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, they pulled it. Like, yeah. that's a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not condoning, like, what he was using those services for. Mm-hmm. It's just that, yeah, if they, 
Oh, this is hard. Yeah. I, mean, like, <laughs> I mean, oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, obviously his his views are like terrible. Um, <laughs> and why would you have them? Yeah. But and they're harmful I mean, to others. They are. You know? So I mean, that's it. And like, like I respect your views, whatever they are, but you have to keep them within yourself. I mean, you can't yeah, try to I, just push them onto other people. And, and like, think about the people that you're like against. Their yeah. views have not been heard for like history. Yeah, all of time. And I mean, like. Um, there was this whole thing with Lady Gaga, actually, and she tweeted out, she was like, like, hashtag, um, this is not us, mm-hmm. regarding this whole thing, yeah. and, like, people, you know, people supported her, like, yeah. yes, like, thank you for, like, speaking out about it, mm-hmm. but some people, um, there's some backlash against it, because some people were saying, no, this is you, this is you as a white female, <laughs> um, and that you should recognize that you're benefiting from this whole system of white supremacy. So you should recognize it and yeah. acknowledge it yeah. um, and then move forward from that instead of trying to kind of uh, displace yourself the from thing, them. Yeah, the thing is, it's not her fault that she's benefiting from it. She can't yeah. biologically change who she is. Yeah, but the thing is, she is benefiting. So, like, yeah. some people, it kind of rubbed people some a wrong way, just saying, like, oh, it kind of, I think it meant to them that, oh, that's not me. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so, like, that was the thing. Yeah, okay, I can see that, too. Yeah. I think that's where it makes it kind of tricky for... I think wording is such white, a big part of it. Like, citizens specifically, because there's such this, like... Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, and the thing, but is, I like, don't know. Yeah, it's I'm not, hard. I can't say. <laughs> I, I mean, just they feel blamed. Yeah, which, which is isn't like, good. Right, it's not good because it's not really their fault. <laughs> you know. Yeah, but um, I think what a lot of people of color are trying to say is that um, it's not your fault, obviously, that you were born into like this whole system of privilege. Yeah, but you should like acknowledge it, um, and then sort of like. Uh, I guess, grow and move on from it, I guess. Yeah. Um, That's difficult to do is the thing. Yeah. And, like, they feel, like, super blamed and then they get defensive, which is never good. Yeah. Uh, So, like, this is, like, a whole blaming thing. And, I mean, I know some people who do feel blamed, but then I also know some people who are, like, super, like, woke. Um, And she, like she like writes on Facebook she's like yeah you know she was talking about this on Facebook and she's like yeah I acknowledge that I'm a part of this whole problem mm-hmm. and like I need to do better and like help um the people I know who are benefiting from the system to do better and stuff like that yeah which I thought was a really like eloquent way of saying it yeah definitely um yeah and it's a very messy situation <laughs> yeah, no kidding no kidding um well Thankfully, there was some good. Is, was there? That kind of okay. came from <laughs> That's us. good, hopefully. Um, well, there, aside, or, um, what's the word? Concurrently with, like, the, mm-hmm. a lot of the violence that broke out afterwards, there were a lot of anti-hate demonstrations, too. Which is good. There's been a lot of vigils held mm-hmm. for um, people that have been lost or people who were injured. Um, and state officials are, okay, maybe this isn't good, but it's pretty good for right now. There's state, a lot of state officials are once again, trying their best to like take down Confederate and like 
neo-Nazi symbols like throughout their states, like flags and statues and whatnot. And what I found was like 2015, a lot of uh, legislators were trying to do this also. I think that's a good thing. And trying to take it down. And the thing that kept holding them back Mm -hmm. were like all these historical preservation, like restriction things. um, Yeah, but like, I think the problem with it is that like these things are like being displayed proudly in public, which is not what we want our country to like portray yeah. itself as like I agree that yes we need to like preserve this part of history and educate others about it right? yeah. so it doesn't happen again but like you said yeah it's like outside so then you know like the easy fix was like okay then take them down and put it in like a museum <laughs> where like you preserve the history yeah. and people come to like educate themselves about it but um, yeah you know they'll if yeah, I don't know. So it's kind of good that like they're trying to take down a lot of statues of people who are symbols yeah. of that time. Yeah, I think that's, um, I mean, I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> yeah, me neither, right? Yeah. Um, so I guess that is a good thing. And it sparks that discussion again. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it about does. everything. Um, I saw this funny post the other day and it was like, um, like, you ever have that feeling in history class where you're like, wow, I really hope one day I live through something amazing. And then it was uh, like, me now. Oh and gosh. it was like, no, 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 like, no, get me out. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, our years are just going to be so crazy. I know. Isn't that that crazy? history textbook's going to be like, yeah, yep. <laughs> 2017 was weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It's yeah. going to be so weird. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, but yeah, anyway, so then, you know, we were talking about uh, social media a little bit and how some political leaders did not seem to live up to addressing it the way yeah, that everyone wanted them to. Yeah, there's a whole controversy about his Trump's um, press conference. Yeah. And how it's <clears throat> very bizarre, even for, like, him now. Yeah. Um, and he just keeps contradicting himself. Yeah, it was like, very weird. Yeah. But then my whole thing was, like, okay, like, what what do, does everyone really expect from him. Uh, yeah, that's true. Because... Well, we should expect, as president, for him to denounce this. Yeah. But then, in his press conference, he was, like, weirdly, like, going back and forth yeah. between two sides and was like, well, this happened because they did this, and then they did this because of this. He and was like, like, both sides were very wrong. Yeah, but then you're <laughs> like, hmm, you're like, interesting. What, was there one little bit more wrong other one yeah. here? Just, just saying. I think in his mind, he didn't want to, uh, what's the word? Like, upset his supporters. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of like Christopher, that. the guy that we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. <clears throat> was like, he voted for Trump, um, but he still wants a leader that is even more racist. Which is scary. Like, how could <laughs> someone be thinking like that uh, in our year, in yeah, day so and I, age? So I can see your thing, but he doesn't want to lose, yeah. like, um, that support. Be. That's terrible. I hate that. Okay, I'm sorry. I strongly dislike it. Yeah. In any case, um, I want to end with words from some true role models here. Um, so former President Barack Obama did respond to the rally um, on Twitter with words from Nelson Mandela. So um, it was like a picture of him looking in through a window of like, there were like four little kids through the window and they were all of I'm not sure where he was but he was smiling up at them right and their innocence or whatever mm-hmm. 
but uh, he writes here, no one is born hating another person because of the color of his skin or his background or his religion. Mm. And then follows with, people must learn to hate. And if they learn to hate, they can be taught to love. Oh. For love comes more naturally to the human heart than its opposite. Oh, I love that. That's I like that. And my heart just like swelled with pride right. <laughs> um, for him because... Like you said, like that was just, it was a perfect way to talk about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, there is all this hate, but we're not, we need to know that we cannot combat that hate right. with more hate. Mm, you know? I know. I mean, words are so powerful. And this, and like how you say certain things, like we were just talking about, mm-hmm. it can be just like a big, you have to think a lot about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think that's a great way to end it. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, um, that's going to conclude our episode for this week. Um, we had some two pretty big topics, mm-hmm. one very big one. Um, but you please remember that all of the, our links to the articles that we looked at to discuss these topics will be on our Facebook page's notes tab. So you can check out all the articles um, and just like see for yourself um, the specific ones we looked at. So definitely use hashtag coffee talk to let us know what you think about Charlottesville, um, what you think about portrayals of mental um, disease, mental illness um, in media. Let us know. We'd really like to know what you think. And then you can also ask us some questions using hashtag ask Ian Ivy um, for our advice segment that will be alternating at the end of the month now. And definitely like our Facebook page for these long-form comments as well as our uh, notes, our show notes. And if you can condense what you've got in 140 characters, tweet us at CoffeeWENIV. We do have a YouTube channel where we'll be posting snippets of future episodes, behind the scenes, and some other fun projects we're planning. Hopefully that will be coming on soon. And you can listen to future full episodes of Coffee Talk with Ian and Ivy on SoundCloud. Um, And that's at soundcloud.com slash coffee talk, W-E-N-I-V. We're also on TuneIn. You can just search up our name there. And we're also on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Definitely download the podcast app. Um, I'm sure a lot of podcast listeners have it. It's a pretty big staple. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're on there. So just search up our name. So please go follow, like, subscribe, and rate because it really does help us out. Yep. So thank you so much for going along with us today. And tuning in to our coffee talk.